Hello and welcome to another episode of Film Freaks with a Z, the podcast all about movies. Each episode is dedicated to a single movie, and of course we'll get to the movie in a little bit, but first I gotta invite you, yes you, the listener, to join us in the fan votes. That's right, we want your movie recommendations to put them in the fan vote, that is. Uh, During Tay's episode, the vote will run... And whoever wins, we talk about, just like Fellow and Killer Clowns from Outer Space from last time's episode. So, if you want to put in a movie recommendation, just uh, comment on the latest episode of Film Freaks with a Z, or give us an email at ff.filmfreakswithaz at gmail.com, or you could talk in the movie stuff section of the Ferret Nation Discord to recommend a movie there. All right, let's introduce ourselves before we introduce the movie. I am Yemi the Furt, and I'm here with... Greedy Waffle. Hey, Mason. The Sound of Callus. Ah, season 11 now? Uh, (laughs) I'm making us have new seasons. (laughs) Wait, did we just skip two seasons? I'm trying to make up up for it. (laughs) I was like, how many episodes have you been in? That's how many seasons we are. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, but yes, uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, We have a full party today. Didn't we last time? Yes, uh, just uh, confirming that. Just making sure that no one's computer crashed this time. (laughs) Oh, that's right, that's right. All right, my phone got its last message in there. All right. Um, So, how are you guys doing? How's how's your week been? It's been good. Okay, allergies are a little, really bad. Not a little, really bad. They're just really bad right now. Yeah, not bad. Just a whole lot of Elden Ring. Or not enough, actually. <laughs> mm. All right, let's do a rundown. How many hours are we all in Elden Ring? Greedy, you start. <laughs> zero. <laughs> also zero. And that's the joke, everyone. Please, please <laughs> clap. Let's talk about something that's not Souls-like, and that is a movie... And it was my recommendation, so let me introduce it. My recommendation was Sound of Metal from 2019, which was directed by Darius Marder. And the synopsis is, A drummer begins to lose his hearing and has to come to grips with a future filled with silence. Um, I guess the movie actually was released in theaters in 2020, so I think I'm going to put 2020 as the, the official date. Um, because it didn't come to like Amazon Prime or theaters until 2020. It was released at like the Toronto Film Festival in 2019. Um, so that's why I guess that's why it's labeled as 2019. But besides the point, it stars uh, Reese Ahmed, Olivia Cook, Paul Racy, Lauren Ridloff, and plenty more, of course. And <clears throat> I wasn't really sure where to start this, but I guess a comparison is in order. Because there's other drummer and drumming movies out there. And I think this one presents itself in a very different way than I was expecting. And I want to know, like, you guys going into it. Like, I was kind of expecting a a little bit of a different experience. But it was much more um, pulled, I I don't know, much more deep, I guess you could say. It was was definitely more somber than what I was expecting. What what, what about you guys? Definitely. Yeah, I do agree with that, and I do, like, throughout the movie, like, you can tell, like, less and less, like, in my opinion, that it became less about the drumming and more focused on the healing and, like, how it's affecting them. 
And I feel like other movies would have prescribed it. And, oh, he's a metal drummer. He's got a drum, you know, that kind of, you know, that dirt road down there. Agree. Yeah, I feel like the movie, um, like starting out, I just, I had no idea what to expect. But, you know, once we got into it and, you know, once he got into that, that home with uh, all the other, you know, people that are going through, you know, problems, I kind of, you know, I kind of knew what to expect going from there. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I went to it. I don't know what I was like, really expecting when I went to it. I guess I was expecting more of like one of those like rockumentary type experiences. And um, I I mean, it's not like I'm not saying I'm disappointed because I think the end product is really good. And I think they presented um, this uh, this story really, really well. Um, so I, I guess one of, the, one of the first things to talk about is like just how interesting it is when they do like the hearing loss sections of the film. Obviously, they can't do it the entire time. Um, but like those moments where it's kind of like everything's kind of like um, it's like a blown out speaker or something like that. Um, very yeah, powerful, did. especially early on. Yeah, they did a great job with the sound effects, especially when he gets his hearing aids and how his hearing aids was weren't working, and like how they were able to like implement that sound into what what we want, uh, what the movie wanted him, like the audience, to hear what he was going through. It was really cool. I don't. I don't know if it was like they weren't working or like that's just that's kind just, of how it is. That's just, yeah, that's how yeah. they are. I, th I thought it was just because it was so new and it was just nope. that day and age. That's I mean, just, yeah, that's how it is work. because, you know, his ears are still technically not working. So they're they just like the implant is just like a workaround to trick the brain into thinking he's hearing. So, yeah, it's definitely not going to sound anything like what it should sound like if, it, you know, if you were using your real ears. So that yeah. probably is what it sounds like. The point is, I mean, they did a great job. Of, yeah, you know, they did. Yeah. Perspective. <laughs> well, yeah, and they, it's also like. I, I guess I would say it's not widely known that, you know, those those types of hearing aids that they kind of like drill into your head and, you know, do whatever with you. I mean, because I was under the assumption that like, oh, you got, you know, you got hearing again. Why wouldn't everyone do this? Right. But in, in actuality, it's it's much different than than what I guess we would expect. Yes. And you know, I did like that what the main character expected too, obviously. I did like that clip quick glimpse of uh the, them doing that surgery or a surgery yeah no that's accurate so i did take a move close sorry i did take an asl <laughs> class in college uh to learn sign language stuff and you know they went into a lot of the stuff about with the deaf community and so a lot of what they showed there was accurate that's good yeah i'm glad that it was all accurate i never I mean, when I went to school, they didn't even offer like a sign language course or anything like that. And now, right. I, as I understand, at least in my school's, you know, old school's district, they do offer those classes now, which I think is a really good idea because sign language is like, uh, you can be deaf, you can be mute, you can be whatever, you can, and you can use that. It's kind of like a universal language in a way. Yeah. Yeah, except it's only in the Americas. Yeah, the uh, well, <laughs> ASL is America. Europe right. has their own sign language. ESL, yeah, yeah, ESL, exactly. Is it is it just me, or does this whole movie seem like it's a sort of like a sort of like an advertisement as to why it's a bad idea to get those uh, implants? <laughs> Definitely, and I mean, the deaf community 
does kind of frown upon them as well. Um, they're just, you know, they see themselves as like, and they said it in the movie, they're not broken, you know, right. There's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing to be fixed. It's a good point, guys, because as we can see, you know, he takes them out and he's just like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I think this is better. Yeah. Spoiler. Yeah. Well, yeah. the only thing is, like, before he got those that surgery done, he could still hear, like, I remember, like, he could still hear a little bit, right? He could still kind of, it was all muffled, but well, when he got the surgery done, they had to, like, completely rupture that stuff. Yeah, but also, I mean, it was also, um, what was the word? I mean, he, it was pretty much gone because he didn't heed that doctor's warning about don't be near loud noises. Right. And that goes to the concert again. Yeah, I mean, they went to the concert. And, well, yeah. I, guess it's, I, assume... I guess it's just a weird, it's it's a thing, because at the end of the movie, obviously it's, you know, obviously we're jumping ahead way far, but instead of it being like a muffled sound like you were expecting from the other times that they, you know, showed his deafness, yeah, it's just complete silence. And I think that's the perfect way to end the movie, just that dead silence. And then, uh, song slowly comes in. Agreed. You don't want some uh, screamo song after that silence. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I thought that was a really like that was a really great way to end it. It, it makes a statement for sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Because most movies, I don't like you know, ending, most movies yeah. are gonna be like, hey, and here's the you know acoustic guitar version of uh, Sweet Carolina and <laughs> yeah or something like that. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they did eventually. The they put they put some music, you know, after a few seconds after the credits started. Yeah, I said that, Callus. Oh, sorry. <laughs> God, pay attention. Joking. Um, let's let's go back. Let's 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 reverse the wheels. Here. Rewind. So well, you guys, uh, good, good. For, uh, yeah, uh, I guess we should start. Um, you know, obviously, I think everyone here stated that they were in some sort of band at one point, right? Yes. Or, does you know, rock band and guitar hero count? No. Nah. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. <laughs> How about playing music really loudly? <laughs> yeah. Also sure. count. Well, even like going to a concert because um, yeah, going to concerts. There you go. Well, I was gonna say back from back when I was a kid, you know, Greedy and I had a bit of a garage band going on in the in my basement. Um, and I remember after long times of us just jamming, um, obviously you would hear that ringing in your ears, but it was nothing like the, you know, crazy, like stuff that happened to, to to the main character here um but that you know w when that stuff started to happen like i would get extended ringing in my ears from just going to concerts and playing in you know in the band and stuff um that's when i started to get really like concerned like oh maybe i should start wearing earplugs and stuff like that and, and as soon as i did that you know the problem pretty much went away i mean i still had a little bit of ringing every so often from the earplugs not being in correctly but I think in the long run, I did save my hearing personally from doing that stuff. I, I remember when I played in um, my original metal band, I was the drummer for that, and we had a concert at a place in downtown Cleveland, and they put that they put a, the bass's speaker right next to my head, <laughs> and I remember not being able to hear for at least a couple days after that, and that was when I was like 16. So, <clears throat> you know, even even like, man, just to, to think about how... I mean, years of playing and years of going in the concerts, like you, you think of all these old, old bands that, you know, they're like, ah, eh, what? You know, because it's like, that's how it kind of is. You kind of, you're, you're next to all the loudness and. Yeah. Yeah. I isn't don't know. <laughs> maybe, I'm, maybe I'm going, going through. Uh, isn't Dave Grohl like going through something like currently right now? Something similar like that? He's uh, losing his hearing. I think I remember hearing something about that. 
Yeah, it's possible. Um, but um, that that also reminded me of a similar situation where I used to ride to school, and uh, like a, a friend used to give me rides, and he drives like a very tiny Honda Civic, but he put like two gigantic twelve-inch speakers in the trunk, and he blasted the music all the way to the school. And <laughs> I remember like during the whole first period, like there was this ringing in my ear that I had to like put up with. <laughs> so I only rode with him a couple times though. Yeah, even like being a drummer myself, and I still know drum to this day, I will put like my computer headphones, like literally the ones I'm wearing right now, because they're like noise canceling because they fully wrap around my like my whole ear and they're actually comfortable. But like I back then, I would just, you know, no, nothing. But now I'm wearing, you know, all the protection for my ears I can get. Yeah. Especially, uh, and I think the movie did this on purpose, especially hitting those symbols. I think the symbols are, you know, obviously the loudest, you know, decibels. And I think they, the movie did a really good job because uh, the song that they were playing, he was just hitting the symbols over and over again. So I think, you know, that I think that's a like a hidden message in there in the movie. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just thinking it too much. But I think it was a really good job because, you know, the symbols are the loudest and he's just keeping hitting them over and over and over again. Yes. What did everyone think of the uh, the music itself that they were playing in the beginning? It was interesting. Think, yeah, it was interesting. interesting. <laughs> I'm glad they went away from the music part. <laughs> yes, me too. Uh, I mean, it's very much um, like the indie underground scene. Um, you know, I, I've listened to a few bands with, um, you know, the female lead singers. And I mean, this one kind of sounds similar to those, you know, where it's, you know, just someone kind of screaming into the mic. And even though I mostly like that kind of stuff, um, couldn't really get into this. Only, I mean, yeah. we didn't have a good discography or anything of, of the of their soundtrack. We just heard one song from them. But I mean, you know, I mean, it, it's it's also a weird like kind of like it's definitely underground because it's only a drummer and singer with guitar, just a kind of a weird combination there. Yeah, guess they're famous and they're touring. So I don't know if they were famous, but they did like a yeah, they, like they, an had, they had a bit of a, yeah, so they had a following, a little they a small one. Fans, but, yeah, yeah. I don't like the name of the band though. Uh, it, what was it? Uh, Black Garmin Black Gammon. Black Gammon. Black Gammon. Yeah. Uh, like more that. importantly, though, I think that uh, Reese Ahmed did a good job of because he was. I think he was, I'm pretty sure. I mean, he was actually playing what what they had there, and he did. I mean, a lot of movies will just kind of like fake it. You know, yeah. they'll they'll have like the they'll like be pretend drumming or pretend strumming on the guitar. But seems like they did a really good job of making it look authentic if he wasn't actually playing. But it did look like he was actually playing. So I'm thinking that it was. 100% authentic. <laughs> yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Cool. I always hate those scenes in, in movies where it's like someone's playing a violin or a guitar or drums. Think, yeah. And they're just like not doing anything correct. <laughs> yeah. It's very I do appreciate. Too. Yeah. I appreciate the level of detail that, you know, they put into this movie in terms of like the music itself and like the, uh, the authenticity of the deaf community and just trying to be accurate in, in you know, every way possible. Yeah. You can tell that um, you know they put a lot of thought into everything, all the way down to the tattoos. Those are all fake. <laughs> <laughs> I liked he had like just a pair of underwear on his like left shoulder or something like that. <laughs> I like the the tattoo he designed for for that deaf lady. Oh, oh yeah. you yeah, <laughs> bunk. 
Did you just horny bonk me? Yes. <laughs> Fair. I'm surprised we haven't touched this yet, but uh, the acting. What do you guys think about the acting? I thought that was good. And really he, good. Riz did win an Oscar, right, for this? Or did he not? Was he runner-up? Um, I believe, yes. I believe he got I, the Oscar. I can do, I can I do some th- research real quick. I'm pretty sure they only got one, and I pr- I, I, I'm... Almost certain it was. Was it in for best picture? It was up for best picture, but it didn't win that. Um, you know, best best picture goes to like the most generic basic movie of the year. So yeah. <laughs> Although you know, Parasite won and Shape of Water won. It was, so I guess it's not always the most generic one. But when a movie like Green Book wins, I mean, bleh. or La La Land. No, it wasn't. It was Moonlighter. Oh, that's La- right. That, that was the meme. They thought La La it was Land. La La Land. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Everyone goes on stage, and the guy's like, "No, it, it's cats from from 2018." <laughs> no, <laughs> that's right. Um, best film editing, best sound, best picture, best actor. Nominated best though, but it was yeah, yeah it just looks like just nominated. Didn't win anything. I don't think. Hmm. Hmm. I thought I won something because I remember even last last time I was saying like, "Yeah, it's an Oscar." Winner, perfect for Sound of Metal. Well, he won sound. He won India Awards, a bunch of India Awards. That's like film film festivals and stuff like that. Sound of Metal wins. Oh my god! Best (laughs) best sound. What? One best sound. It better one of best sound. Whatever. This is off. This is way. This is yeah. It's too far off. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember winning something. Okay, at least I won something. But yeah, good acting all around. Yeah, I think um, Reese did, did, a, did a phenomenal job. Um, uh, the uh, the old man. I forget his name. Um, what was his name? Joe, I think. Joe. He was also really good too. Um, and I, I think I like, pretty much everyone in the in the movie did a really good job. Even even like the kids who were deaf, I think they all, you know, they just kind of acted natural, and that's really all that you need, you know. Yeah. yeah. And they had. I'm pretty sure all there. the. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure like all the deaf actors, you know, were actually deaf. Yeah. So yeah. you know they they went all the way authentic. Yeah. And Reese, I think Reese was the only one who wasn't deaf. So. Yeah. Yeah, I like he how had, um me. <laughs> I like uh, that there's that dinner scene when he first gets there or not when he first gets there but when he like officially moves in. Yeah. And I like how you know cuz it kind of it is kind of awkward how it's like everyone's speaking this language that he doesn't understand so he just kind of has to sit there and be like, "Huh? You know what?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a good part of the movie because it kind of like because we're in that same boat too, you know. But like we're not. Yeah. We don't, you, I mean, unless you understand sign language, you're kind of like, huh? What's going on? What is this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and then like they just they do a good sh- job of showing the isolation he's feeling. Like that would be ugh, so hard. That's the one thing that kind of bugged me too. Is they're like, no, your your girlfriend has to leave. It's like, uh, I'm sorry, wouldn't. You wanted part like to be able to communicate to him at all? Yeah, that was a weird thing to me too. Like at least at least let her stay in contact with him because obviously, I, yeah. I mean, well, go I feel ahead. like that was just an emotional grab kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. I feel like that's just part of the whole drug angle to where you know he is recovering and he needs to, I guess, separate from the world in order to do that. Which that I get, but at the same time, like 
he, you know, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like he has this other life and obviously that's mainly what he's trying to get back to and he really needs to combine the two and com helping him to combine the two would be involving her teaching her sign language so they can communicate uh, i don't know i don't know that's how i that's what i thought what and like i said you know maybe it was just this guy's rules and he's used to running a you know an addicts uh whatever group and so you know he's gonna run it like that but yeah, I mean that's a that is a good point. I mean, she needs to learn sign language too if she wants to stay in a relationship. I mean, I don't know if if you need to learn sign language to stay in a late relationship, but it would help a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, then she doesn't have to write everything down. Yeah, it's like yes, she can understand him; he can't understand her. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what I picked up from the movie is like she just wanted out of it because she couldn't handle what he was going through or something. No, what I got out of it was she really wanted him to be able to recover and you'll be able to deal with this problem. And she kind of, I mean, it looks like she kind of wanted out of the, the touring life because she was always scratching her arm and was nervous. And the second she stopped, you know, stopped touring, she got better. And then the second he starts mentioning touring again, she starts scratching again. Yeah, that nervous tick... Yeah. So, like, I feel like she definitely cared about him and wanted what was best for him. But this did seem like a a way out for her from touring. But I don't know. Maybe that was just what I read into it. That's what I got out of it, too. Okay, good. Not just me. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone else find it, like, kind of uh, too sudden how he just went from not knowing sign language to like being really good at communicating using sign language. Like uh, I, I understand a lot of time passed, but yeah. for me, like the, the, uh, the transition from one to the other just kind of seemed very sudden. I mean, like, we didn't little... get anything progressive. Yeah. I mean, it was a little sudden, but I'm fine with that. Just cause I mean, it was a long movie anyways. And if they that take so much time to show his growth and sign language stuff, we would have been there forever. Yeah, I, I think they showed enough of like subtle, you know, him him learning and and doing various things. Um, I guess they didn't show it from the from. I mean, they showed the ground level and then they showed like the second floor or something like that. You know, like they they missed a they missed a step in there when he kind of went straight to understanding a lot more and. I, I, that does just help with the flow of the movie, so they don't have to stick on that stuff for too long. And I, I think it. I think I, I don't mind it not being fully. I mean, the the way like he was communicating with everyone else to me, it just seemed like it just went from the first level to the fifth level. You know, like it was seemed like a big jump. But you know, that's just me. It's just a nitpick. I, I know I don't really have too much of a problem with it. One thing I do wish they had shown earlier on is um, because they really didn't show him in the room after his initial like freak out where he smashed the donut. And then they kind of skipped to when he was thinking about leaving and they showed it more. And I feel like that room is like a real good. I don't know. I, I always liked I like the scenes when he was in the room, <laughs> you know, just kind of being there alone and and writing and stuff like that. I feel like they need a little bit more of that when he was like, like, still kind of angry about the whole situation. I would have liked to see more of that emotion. 
Yeah, and definitely. he never, we, we never saw him actually standing still, right? Which is what he was supposed to do. Yeah, no, he I, was I like think always like, doing something. You saw for a brief second, like he looked out the window one morning and just kind of stared at nature, but it was brief and then mm. they moved on. Yeah. And I like how that's how they ended the movie too, with him just sitting just still. It's like a callback to, you know, that room. Yeah, it is. You're right. Um, it kind of goes along with um, what we're talking about, but do you guys feel like this movie runtime felt forever? And I don't know, like, if it was because of the silence and then, like, some noise, but I don't know. I just felt like it was a really long, like, a longer movie. It was only two hours, which is not bad, but it felt a lot longer. I don't know. What do you I, guys think? I understand what you're saying. I don't think it, le- I don't think it felt forever. But it did, it did, um, it was like a slow burner, you know, it was, it wasn't like, you know, it it wasn't, I guess I would say action, you know, all the time. There was a little, there was a lot of slow parts in there, but, um, yeah, I, I agree. It was, it was a little slow. I, I wouldn't say it was a, a, a forever type slow though. It was definitely a deliberate pace because yeah. of the type of the movie. Yeah. I didn't like, I definitely, I think it was right around the two hour mark. I was like. I've been watching this for two hours. Like, I didn't realize I was watching it for two hours, so I looked, like, stopped to get a drink and looked at the time, and I was like, what? How, how much longer is this? And then, like, I sat back down, and it was the scene where he takes off the, the implants. I was like, and then it just ended. I was like, oh, okay. Tay so, didn't watch the whole movie? Oh I did God. watch the whole movie. I, pa- I said I paused it to get some oh, water. I thought you said you didn't pause it. No, I paused it. <laughs> watched the whole movie, I promise. Yeah, it was it was good. Yeah, like I said, it's, it's a bit of a slow burner. You know, it just yeah. It, uh, yeah, that's a good word for it. I like that. A lot, a lot of conversation and and talking in there, um, in between the really nice scenes. Like uh, the one, the one that sticks out to me is when he's on the slide and he's like tapping out the the vibr- mm-hmm. you know, the drum beats with the kid on the slide. I I really yeah. thought that that was a great scene. It was, and that's I mean that's the scene where he kind of realized, okay, maybe this isn't gonna be too bad. I can drum still, you know? Yeah, I would have, uh, actually, now that you said that, I would actually like to see more side of him, like, trying to get back into drumming, or if he just completely gave up on it, but, you know, like, maybe attend a few concerts here or there, try to get back into drumming. I think that would have been a good, like, I think that sort of thing that you're talking about would have been good towards the beginning of the movie when he's just um, starting to learn, like, sign language and stuff like that. Him trying to like keep you know keep drumming and stuff, but with how the plot goes and you know he goes to that house, uh, it can't you kind of don't get that because because of the rules there. Yeah, I mean you do get that one scene where he goes back to the trailer and drums, but that yeah. that was like a last hurrah, right? Because he sold all yeah. his equipment. Yes, yeah. And I don't, I don't, I mean, like he said at the beginning, like he could be like his, you know, the metronome, and she could follow him. I just I don't I don't see that working, you know. Especially, um, yeah. It, that, I mean, even that even when he, he did his last performance, you know, he, he, you could tell he was a little bit off, even though you couldn't really hear it, but you could see it when she turned around and was kind of looking weird at him, and he just kind of stormed out at the end of the song. But back back to your point, I would have liked to have seen him try and or them try and do that a little bit more, you know, and and just him failing over and over again, so it makes more sense that. You know, you don't see it later on. Well, even when they get back together, you know, he does his week. You know, he's talking about going back on tour. 
you know, it shows that, yeah, he hasn't tried it, but he thinks it's still going to work. Yeah, I mean, at that point, I think we as an audience knows, like, that's not going to work, even with the yeah. implants in his ears, because, you know, when there's too much noise going on, it's just it's just a oh, static, yeah. you know? Yeah, it just yeah. gets more and more distorted the louder things are. Yeah. For sure. Even like when when she was singing and the, the piano was being played, like in the loud the louder parts, they got even more distorted to where you could barely understand what was going on. Yeah, those are really powerful scenes too. I, I that goes back to the sound design and just how like they made that all sound, you know, so distorted. Like they they go back and forth between the beautiful singing and and the weird distorted um, ear you know, ear implant things. Yeah. Did anyone else watch it with subtitles? Yep. Um, no, okay. not I did. I figured uh, you did, Alice. We're the old. Yeah. We're the old folks. <laughs> we're the um, old men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, what's cool about like the subtitles? It would tell you like, oh, it's distorted. Next scene, it'd, be, it'd say undistorted sound. Um, ah. So like, <laughs> so you would know. And I thought that was kind of cool. And also, like in the scenes when they were doing the sign language, like in the in the beginning when he didn't know, they did not show subtitles at all for what they were saying until he learned what they were saying then it shows subtitles for what everyone was saying yeah that that happened on the normal version of the movie too they they showed they showed the uh they showed subtitles for like the um sign language stuff later on yeah yeah um greedy did you almost watch the sound of music no i didn't are you sure (laughs) yes okay just checking for those who don't understand callus was streaming i was like did you watch sound of music yet and I meant to say metal. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just a callback to when you watched the wrong Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. <laughs> also that. Yep. <laughs> He'll never live that one down. <laughs> That's his thing now. I'm I'm the CGI guy. Uh, Greedy Waffles is the guy who sometimes watches the wrong movie. <laughs> <laughs> Any other scene that we haven't mentioned? I think a lot of the scenes kind of fall under that same, like, you know, because, like, you could talk about the scene when he's first what goes to the doctor and he does the hearing test and he can't really do it. Yeah, that's another powerful. Like, there's so many of these scenes that are, like, they're powerful scenes, but they all kind of go under that same umbrella of, you know, it's this, like, concept of him not hearing it correctly or, or something not happening um, correctly because he can't hear. And there's a lot of really powerful scenes in there that you could point to. But in general, all those scenes, I could say the same thing about because they're all really good and powerful scenes. <laughs> yeah. Would you yeah. say those scenes are visceral? Uh, the only the only real visceral scene that that I that I was thinking of was when he was in the trailer and he was just, you know, the, his girlfriend was woken up from him screaming and just wrecking the place because he was so frustrated. And that was that was a visceral scene if there was any. Yeah. So yeah, Callus. Get to know. <laughs> there was there was a visceral scene. I agree. But like I said, that kind of falls under the same thing as like very powerful scene, really well performed and acted scene. Is there anything new I can add to the conversation? No, because we've kind of already <laughs> said, you know, the, right. the main bullet points there. <laughs> yeah. Did anyone else think that like um after he was you know finished all the the therapy or whatever to, to learn sign language and stuff that like uh the girlfriend Lou was like going to have moved on 
I did think so. Yeah. Oh, at one yeah, point. For sure. I thought that that was going to happen. Right. I it almost seemed sure. like it happened too. I think he thought it had, and then that, you know, that was why he's like, no, it's okay. It's okay. And that she was like, no, I love you too. You know, you're my everything. Like, I think that was funny. Like, oh, okay. She does care. She does, she, you know, she wants to be here with him. And I guess that kind of leads me to my question of why did he leave? So I figured that was just like he he just needed to get out of the house and think. Like, I didn't think he was leaving, leaving for good. Well, he brought but, his bag with him. Did he? Uh, okay. Yeah, I was I was wondering I was because I was thinking he was like contemplating like, you know, living with the static hearing is awful. I, I wish that I hadn't done this kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And he was kind of like, I, I think he was, he, cause I think he, cause he was saying how he wanted to go back and tour and stuff like that. And maybe he realized through, uh, through that conversation, he didn't want to give her hope that they were going to go back on, 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 on tour and stuff or. Well, like I said, I felt like if, you know, he saw the signs of that, you know, she started scratching herself. It's like, okay, she does not want to go back on tour, you know? Well, then it also could have been like, he doesn't. <clears throat> Like his 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 um his hearing might be affecting that too. Like she she's nervous about him not being yeah. able to hear correctly. And obviously, he said that he was okay to her, but she obviously knew that something wasn't right. You know, yeah. um. So I, I think guess... it has more. Yeah, it has more to do with the fact that you know when she first walked in through the door and they saw each other after such a long time, he saw the change in her and how. She looks so much more healthy, you know, no scratches or anything. And I guess he, he figured that she would be happier without him, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? I guess, I mean, that's the point of an ambiguous ending, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like he was leaving probably for good, um, maybe, you know. Uh, but it, I wish I wish there had been a little bit more context too as why he left because he stayed there the entire night and then he just left early in the morning before she got up. Yeah, which is why I think like, you know, he didn't leave for good. He just always wakes up early, and that's his time to go. You know, that was his time to go right. And as the one guy, uh, John or whatever we decide his name was, Joe. Joe. You know, Joe. Joe. Uh, was you know find the stillness. And so I feel like that's why he just went out to go find the stillness. Yeah, but that wouldn't explain why he brought his bag with him. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice his bag that he brought I didn't his bag. Know, yeah, I didn't know if, if he brought that's the bag either. Yeah, he he did. Oh. Well, so, wait, but, I mean, way to ruin it for me, Yemi. <laughs> I just wanted a happy ending. Okay. Well, I don't. Yep. Uh, well, I don't, either way, I don't think he really got a happy ending. You know, <laughs> even if yeah. he had stayed, I mean, he still has to live with this decision that he made to try and fix his hearing in in a in a way that wasn't exactly, you know, happy or accepted by the deaf community, so Yeah. You think yeah. at the end did he like based off what we saw, do you think he's choosing complete silence life or is he just Oh yeah. Yeah, you think so? Like, I mean, of... I don't know. I think he'll probably mostly be silent, but he will use the implants like in like you know, small groups, you know, where you can actually hear. But I don't know. Yeah, and it's don't money yeah he yeah. spent enough money. He probably is going to keep this, you know, probably use them for one-on-one -on -one conversations. But 
I mean, as we heard, when more than one person is talking, it's like it's hard enough to understand one person, but multiple people, noises. Yeah, not not good. (laughs) But yeah, I think that he's going to live mostly silent. And that's why I said earlier, like he could kind of like hear a little bit before they did that operation. You know, you could he could it was it was muffled, obviously, but. But not, I mean, not enough to talk to people. No, but I mean, it was still something, you know. But that pure, that pure silence at the end, like, it, it's, it, you know, the silence is louder than anything they could have put at the end there, you know. That's true. And that's a metaphor. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, that that goes back to what we were saying at the beginning. Like that, that silence at the end is a great way to end a movie. And it, like, the silence in the room is much better and louder than any song that they could have put there. Yeah. Agreed. So you're saying they shouldn't have put like some close the, the movie out with some Metallica. I would have shut it that down. Was, to that a was one. a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have been Accurate. like a, that would have been like a one out of 10 ending there. You know, <laughs> They should have ended with a painkiller. That drum solo in the beginning. Well, at least, at least Judas Priest is a good band. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> shots fired. At something. I don't know what, but they were fired. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like we've kind of exhausted the conversation here. Yeah. Um, let's just go ahead and start with our review and rating. Unless someone else has something they want to add. I'm ready. Oh. Let's do it. All right, so I'll go first since I was the person who suggested the movie. Uh, in total, Sound of Metal, um, it, it's a slow burn, so you know uh, you you gotta kind of be in it for the long haul. But there's a lot of really great scenes and powerful scenes in there. I know, kind of repeating the same word, but that's the only way I can really describe it. Is like there's a lot of scenes in there that that hit that hit hard, and um, I went into it with. I wouldn't say expectations, but I was expecting maybe a different movie, and I'm, I'm, I'm still happy with the end product. Don't get me wrong, um, but that that expectation I had going in was, you know, kind of it was, it was a little like when I started off, it was a little bit off, you know. But I, I got adjusted to the way the movie was going pretty quickly. I, I enjoyed it. Um, like I said, just a little bit slow. So uh, in the end, I'm going to give it a four point five out of five. Yeah, cool, cool. All right, um, I'll go next. Uh, I do agree with Yummy, and uh, a slow burn is is a good term for it. I do uh, do like that term. It was a little little slow at points, and there were some scenes that kind of bogged it down. And you know that's okay. I mean, like Yummy said, this the you pick up on which route this movie was going, and I thought it was going to be more uh, metal music kind of uh, route, as I said in the beginning. Uh, I do want to point out that it did seem like it was not stated well enough where if he could hear and not hear in the beginning and there's some scenes that kind of was like how is he hearing this and then i'll see like oh there's a monitor right there the doctor you know is reading you know his voice lines are coming up as like subtitles pretty much but i will overall it's a powerful movie powerful message as a drummer myself you know it really makes me think it's like oh yeah you know being younger i probably should have you know, take care of my ears more, and you now we touch based on that throughout the podcast. Uh, overall, I'm gonna give it a four out of five. 
Well, for me, um, I definitely, again, like you guys, kind of went in there expecting something different. And the first few minutes, especially, I was just like, I don't even know if I'm going to like this. Uh, it just seemed like, yeah, the, the first few minutes, it just seems like it's going a different direction. But then it quickly starts going in, you know, the direction it did go. And, you know, like like you said, Greedy, it is quick to pick up and go, oh, okay, this is where they're going with this. And I I did enjoy it a lot. I thought that it was a, you know, a good, powerful message and taught people, you know, about the death community a little bit and whatnot. And overall, uh, I will give it a a four out of five as well. Well, um, the one thing I forgot to mention is the fact that, like, around the one-hour mark, I kind of pretty much predicted what the whole rest of the movie was going to be. You know, with him, you know, actually learning to be accepted by the deaf community and, you know, learning the sign language and all that, and then him trying to go back to his old life and kind of not working out, you know. I kind of saw all that coming. I don't know uh, what that says about the movie, but, you know... Overall, I did enjoy the movie itself. The acting was terrific. Uh, the story was really good and uh, well done. So uh, overall, I would have to also give it a four out of five. Alrighty. Same ballpark. Cool, cool. Okay. Well. All right. So I'm, I'm my turn to pick, and I'm actually funny enough going to continue in the same genre of music. Oh, there's a movie movie that actually came out a few years ago, 2018, that I've never seen. And I always wanted to see it. And for some reason, I just never brought myself to see it. But this movie is Bohemian Rhapsody. And everyone should probably know the name of it (laughs) by Queen, uh, the band. The story of a the legend British rock band Queen and lead singer Freddie Mercury leading up to their famous performance at Live Aid in 1885 or 1985. Um, it's directed by Brian Singer. Writers are Anthony McCartan, Peter Morgan, and stars Rami Malik, Lucy Bynton, Gwimley, and a couple others. And this one has won four Oscars. So we'll talk about that when we talk about the movie. It's uh, Rami Malik, by the way, for the... Rami Malik. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Uh, hey, perfect movie for Oscar season. Four yep, Oscar wins. Um, whether and they were deserved yeah. or not, we'll talk about the next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, won four Oscars, 48 wins, and 80 nominations total. So we'll see. Yeah, it was very hyped up when it came out. Everyone said it was a wonderful movie, and I never brought myself to watch it. So I don't know. Yeah, I never saw it either. <laughs> yep. Neither did but I. But is this is this like a trend that's gonna happen now, where like we kind of <laughs> all pick Lord of the Rings movies, and now we're all picking music based well, movies? We'll, we'll see what Tay picks next, and that'll that'll <laughs> confirm or deny that. <laughs> yeah. Edge had this one in another uh, music movie uh, in mind, so. Either one. And I had this picked out before Gemi even said his music. And when he picked his movie, I even said, hey. So. <laughs> well, yeah. That's why I guess Whiplash, because it's like drummer movie, you know. But, yeah. you know, Bohemian Rhapsody, 
Um, I haven't I haven't seen it myself, so this will be a good. I have seen some oh, critiques wow. of it or movie reviews, so yeah, me too. But I'm, I'm gonna try and not let those um, sway me while I'm watching it. So, all yeah. right. If you don't want to be spoiled, or if you want to join the conversation for Bohemian Rhapsody from 2018. Make sure you watch that before the next episode, which airs in two weeks. You can find this movie on Amazon, iTunes, Google, Vudu, if you so desire. And it says it's free on ABC if you have cable. No yeah. one does. Well, you kind of have to catch it at the right time, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's on at 8 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, if you want to join in on that conversation, make sure you tune in in two weeks when that episode airs. And of course, if you... Yes, you want to recommend a movie. Make sure you either send us an email, comment on the latest episode of Film Freaks with a Z, or talk in my Discord. We need more recommendations. That's right. How many times can we cross our fingers and hope that Transformers doesn't win? Okay? <laughs> we need more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Uh, do you guys have anything you want to mention before we end the show? No browns. <laughs> Good to wipe your ass. Yeah. <laughs> clean your ass. Yeah, clean your ass. <laughs> yeah. Well, both actually. <laughs> Do both. <laughs> sure. Can't All have one right. without the other. Uh-huh. Well, I am Yemi the Ferret, and I've been here with Grady Waffles, Animation, and the Sound of Callus. And we are Film Freaks with a Z. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.